and welcome to this week's episode of the Dramatic Dream Dragons podcast here on the Five Star Network. We are, as always, a podcast all about Dragon Gate and DDT, and I am, as always, your host, Sonder Bjorn, and with me today, I have Dylan. How are you, Dylan? I'm fantastic. You know, we're recording a little later than usual, uh, which means, you know, I'm putting... We're we're all making sacrifices here. I got to put off my dinner time a little bit back here because I could not miss. If it comes down to eating and dramatic dream dragons, I just I just have to put it off, man. Because I cannot stay away. I cannot stay away from Gleet, which is what we'll also be talking about today. So we're getting the yeah. full ensemble. Miss you, Yannick. Hopefully you're do, having fun, doing great big things right now uh, in your quest to conquer the triathlon world of yeah. Switzerland. Uh, but yeah, we are wishing, here. Wishing Yannick luck. Uh, he's going to do, be doing the Ironman triathlon on uh, Sunday, is it? On the 11th? Yeah, I, th- I think it's Sunday. Yeah. So that's why he can't make it this week. And with some programming updates next week, we are going to be off. Uh, and also the week after, uh, we are not going to be talking about Dra- Dragon Gate and DDT current. We are going to be dropping a Dragon Gate guide before Kobe World uh, next week or the week after, because I will be on vacation. So we will record that, like pre-record that and drop it while I'm on vacation. And uh, when I get back, we will be doing a big preview of Kobe World before Yannick goes to Japan, of all us all three. So that's gonna that's the quick programming. That is the future of this uh, of June. June is a very low month for both Dragon Gate and DDT, which is why we are going to be reviewing a Glee show on the show today. But uh, they still have some announcements, and we'll go through them now. First of all, a update from last week's episode. Uh, episodes big news was Espikento and Takuma Fujiwara leaving Dragon Gate. That has now been. Somewhat cleared up by the Open the Voice Gate crew over at Voices of Wrestling. Case and Mike drop, uh, had an episode earlier this week and they dropped some details about Espikento and Takuma Fujiwara leaving. I mean, they were the, the ones that confirmed the news that they were leaving in the first place. So they were going to drop some extra uh, bit <laughs> news about it on their episode, which you definitely good, should go and check out. But they pretty much revealed that SB Kento and Takuma Fujiwara are leaving Dragon Gate because they are committed to wrestling in Mexico. Full-time, it looks like. That's right. You know, they did a great job. First of all, shout-out to Open the Voice Gate, yeah. Case and Mike. Uh, always do great work, great coverage, always crossing the T's, dotting the I's, doing great things. I've done a show with Case before. Uh, it was a lot of fun, even though he's a Pacers fan. So you, we have to pity him a little bit. If you if you like the NBA, but in terms of DG, those guys got it on lock. Their episode was very interesting and and very well thought out and well spoken on how they covered it. I'm very respectful of the situation. Uh, hopefully, you know when we we speculated last week because we really didn't know anything. We kind of said that at the start. You know, we're just kind of speculating on what's going on, and we approached it from more of a pure wrestling angle. Where would they go? What are they going to do? Do they really want to just wrestle in Mexico? But you also have to remember that these guys are people too. At yeah. the end of the day, all wrestlers, not just them. But, you know, there are it's very there are very few non-human wrestlers. I mean, there's some throughout history, but they are not. They are clearly two of the human ones. 
So yeah. they have human things that they're going through and, and want to do with their lives and how they want to live their whole lives, not just wrestling, but their whole lives. So I say shout out to them, shout out to Mexico or whatever they're up to there. Hopefully they can still wrestle in places that we can see. Yeah, <laughs> that, that would be that, that is, would be really good. That is what I hope. I as long as we get to see the these two wrestle, be it in Mexico or wherever, wherever, I am happy because they are two fantastic wrestlers. And it's gonna that was what I was a bit worried about was that they were just gonna fade into in the Mexico, which they still might, and it's going to be hard to find, but uh, I hope we'll find most of their matches going forward. Yeah, uh, you know, and who knows what's going to happen. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff uh, that could come out of that, too. Obviously, somebody like Ultimo Dragon, he is well, well-versed in Mexico. Uh, there's all been all kinds of rumors in the past, not even like recent past, too. Uh, just of trying to get Toriumon back up in Mexico, like Toriumon yeah. Mexico. Um, I don't know w- what kind of plans there would be for this. I don't. I don't think this really affects anything like that. But we also have to remember that all of DG is very, very much uh, inspired by lucha libre in Mexico, Mexican wrestling. Uh, obviously, Michinoku Pro as well. You know, call it lucha resu, right? Uh, like yeah. I have lucha libre and pro res put together. <laughs> um, but they are very interwoven into the the country of Mexico and doing great things all all around. For SBK and Fujiwara, uh, amazing talents. Uh, definitely really respect their work, no matter where they go. Just like you said, hopefully we can find them, and maybe they will slip away, and if so, so that's a shame. But, you know, wrestling is a crazy world, and that, that's kind of what I feel about it, too. I don't think anything is really set in stone until it actually happens. Maybe they're cool in Mexico now. Who's to say what's going to happen in a year three years, five years. Like, nobody can predict the future, right? So yeah. who's to say that they don't end up somewhere else down the line or even back in Japan if life works out that way for them? Or they may just be happy in Mexico. Either way, uh, definitely well worth watching. And wherever they go in Mexico, those Lucha companies got two excellent talents for them. Yeah, definitely. I I hope we see them back in Japan one day, wherever in Japan, but it's... It, Hopefully that happens. It could happen. We don't know. But right now, they are in Mexico. And that's going to be their situation going forward for a long time, probably. But we also have some other news. Two matches has been announced for Kobe World. Then the other matches, uh, the other title matches. So we now have the full title matches on the show. So... There is going to be the Open the Dream Beat title match, Kota, uh, no, not Kota Miller, Madoka Kikura versus Yuki Oshioka. There is going to be the 28 title match, uh, M- MK versus, who was it? It was uh, BB Hulk and Ben K. And there were, we now know the Brave Gate and the Triangle Gate matches. So the Brave Gate first is going to be Ishin, is going to be challenging Jason Lee. He is going to do <laughs> very similar to what <laughs> Mochizuki Jr. had to do earlier this year, where he had to drop some weight to make it to the Brave Gate weight. But Ishin has said that he will uh, drop six kilograms between now and the public weigh-in on the first of July, the day before Kobe World. And if he makes tape uh, makes weight, he will challenge for the Brave Gate versus Jason Lee. 
If he doesn't, it will just be a non-title special singles match, but he probably will. Very much, Ishin has to one-up Mochizuki Jr. The exact same build. <laughs> and it works on that level, although I still think they really screwed the pooch and missed the boat on having Mochizuki Jr. not make weight and have Mochizuki Sr. be very disappointed in him. I still, yeah. <laughs> I still will forever stand that angle, this non-existent angle that I made up in my head, but yeah. I wish that it had happened because it would have been super comedy. It would have made this even better because then Ishin could beat the, the weight and then that yeah. could be like bragging point. But instead, they're just redoing what they did earlier. Very uncreative, to be honest. Much like most of this card, in fact, that they put together. There's not a lot of creativity outside of one match. Uh, but, I mean, Jason, I love that guy so much. I kind of wish we had had somebody better for him to face. Oh, just, I, just think Ishan match. Will, I think Ishan will show up in this match. I think this is, of course, a match that will get Ishin over. Yeah, um, I mean that's that's what the goal of this match is. But I yeah. just—he's been such an up and down guy the last few months. Like, I, you know, he was a guy I really loved a lot, but ever since he's really changed his look, his uh, the twin game match versus Kendall was awesome, though. Yeah, like, that was good. Uh, you know, I don't know. Like, I, I just I don't see yeah. this as much of a situation as that that he can get over. It. Not that he won't get over it. I, mean, I just don't think the match. He won't win. He won't win. That that would be a big mistake if he won. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I mean he'll get over. It. I mean I wouldn't put anything past anyone. I mean Kakuta's the champion right now. I, I don't think you could really totally write off any scenario. I I don't think he'll win. Don't get me wrong. But I think that it would be a mistake if he did for sure. And hopefully they could go out. He'll he's in a spotlight match. It's good. On, like, what they're doing on paper is pretty good. I just wish they were a little... It was built up a little bit better. Because you got all of these guys in the cage match. Uh, you know, a lot of big stars you have there. Then you yeah. have the young guys going for the title with Yoshioka Kikuda. And now Ishin getting a, a major shot here. Major spotlight. Which yeah. is great. Like, you're spotlighting three young guys in title matches. Um, so we'll, we, I think it's a good idea on paper. I just... I can't say it's like, I saw this and was like, oh my god, like this is my dream come true. It was yeah. like, oh, okay, this is kind of cool. I, it's, it would, it is better than what they had been teasing of Kagatora challenging, so. I think if motivated Kagatora, he's rare. Like, he's yeah. rare in the wild. A wild, motivated Kagatora cannot appear very often. But when he does, he actually slaps. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just very rare and he's like way better than Ishin at like wrestling. Uh but if it's just I mean who knows? Like who knows if that could have happened. Yeah. And you, you obviously gain a lot more with Ishin being in the spot than somebody like him. Yeah, Kagodora was the one only guy in the Brave Gate scene that had been like semi pushed over the last few weeks, so that was what I was thinking. Yeah. But I've got that went to Ishin because this is this is fresher, this is more yeah. new. Yeah, I agree. I agree. This is better than that. But, I mean, that's a low <laughs> bar. I mean, it's like one of the worst people on the roster, like, in terms of pushing. Not that his wrestling yeah. ability, but just, like, he's not important at all yeah. at the moment. So, <laughs> they are <laughs> they are going back to a other uh, kind of failed thing, but uh, maybe they're going to um, improve on it. Because after uh, Casey 
Uh, big was Shimizu and Jason Lee t- uh, lost to Decourage in the main event of the Kobe Sambo. Uh, uh, Gold Class came out and said that they want to challenge Casey, Big Boss Shimizu, and uh, Jackie Funky Kamei for the Triangle Gate. And it, it specific- specifically, Kota Minora and Minorita made the challenge. And Natural Vibes asked, Who, who are your partner? And they, they said, Well, we actually found. A great wrestler. We have nominated Naruki Doi to be our partner, and Naruki Doi came out and he said, "No, life isn't that easy. He doesn't. He doesn't care. There's no. He's not going to be joining them." But GM Rio Saito said, "No, I have found the perfect partner for you guys. He is a great wrestler. It's Naruki Doi." <laughs> so G- GM Rio Saito is forcing Naruki Doi to team with his old faction that he founded, Go Class, and teaming with Kota Minora Minorita and challenging for the Triangle Gate at Kobe World. I think that is a pretty cool match. I I see that I didn't see it coming, but I'm happy they are giving Minorita and Kota Minora some a big spot like this. I Love this. This is what this is what I'm talking about. This is more creative than what we were talking about before. Something nobody saw coming, an angle that has built like story to it, history to yeah. it, and this is just goofy fun. Like it's guaranteed how this is going to happen with Minorita Doi teaming, uh, Saito making this happen. All of this was awesome and a, a greatly enjoyable. Um, the mat again, the match quality is. Not something I'm going crazy over, but it could still be good. Like it's, it's not a bad match. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you have a, a Kame and Kame and Minorita will do a lot of the Brave Gate high speed like yeah. matches, and then we we have Minora and Big Boss will, which are the two most horsey of the of the trios, and then Doi and Casey are just veterans. So it's it's a cool combo. Here. I, I like how Minora is the the big guy compared to Big Boss, who's like way bigger. Well, than them. Minora, Minora, and Big and Boss are the two big guys on each team. Yeah, I mean, Minora yeah, is bigger than Doi. That that is true, but it's like one guy's still really small, and the yeah. other one is still like actually big. So yeah, yeah the powerhouse. Like, well, I wonder what his weight is. Like <laughs> Minora. I mean, he's obviously I, bigger than Minorita. He's the the junior guy, so obviously. I, I don't think Kota Minora would make Brave Gate uh, weight. Oh, okay, okay. I, I see where you're going. I I approve. I, I you know I can't argue with you there. Okay, one one ninety four eighty eight. That's not too bad. Like, yeah. That, that that's not big, but it's on on DG's roster. Definitely, you can put him in. But Big Boss, he has to be like two fifty, like you yeah, know, over over a hundred something. But anyway, it should be a good match. Uh, I, I I think the story of it is much more interesting yeah. than a lot of the other stuff on the show. It is cool. Uh, the yeah. the Kobe Sabo show wasn't that special. It was like the main event is the only match I recommend watching as a match. Uh, everything else was just angles, <laughs> like Asian winning the Kobe Sambo Royal to make the challenge for Jason, and then we had. Just Shun and uh, Strong Machine J doing some build to the cage match, and then a pretty good Decourage versus uh, Casey Boss and uh, Jason match as the main event. Like that, that's the only match I recommend. The main event of the Kobe Samuel Hall show from the six, uh, the fourth, which is Decourage versus Natural Vibes. 
Yeah, when that battle royal was going, I was thinking, man, what if Diamante wins? <laughs> yeah, that would. Yeah, yeah, he'd be get two matches. <laughs> the, the, the title but, match. I mean, I mean, they didn't re- reveal that it was going to be a uh, that the winner oh, got yeah. the challenge. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're right what would he have wished for if he'd won? He would have said like he that he could. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. He he could enter the cage after one guy had left the cage or something like that. He is invincible. Like he, no matter what happens, he cannot lose his mask in the <laughs> in the, in the mask match. That will be his his wish. But I no no. Like you said, you're totally right. Uh, like you know these house shows, you have to be a big DG fan to yeah. to get into them. And, and even then, it's like you kind of know what you're getting into at that point because uh-huh. I'm a pretty big fan myself. Yeah, but these matches aren't like super important. So. <laughs> The reason we are doing we aren't doing a show co- covering current stuff next week is probably because this across Fukuoka show doesn't look like it's going to happen anything or anything special is going to happen on it, and nothing is happening in DDT right now until the Corican Hall, which we're going to talk about soon. But uh, on June eleventh, this Sunday, they are going to be having a evening and morning show in across Fukuoka. And that is going to be the last shows on Dra- on the Dragon Gate Network this month. So these these two are the last full shows we're we're going to be able to watch before Kobe World. Uh, so maybe maybe something will happen that will set up the rest of the card. But I think the card right now, as in terms of big matches, is pretty set. They have they of course haven't given Dragon Dia or Dragon Kid a match yet, but I think they're going to be an old man. Like all the like names that haven't gotten matches will probably get matches after this, these two shows. But I, if something big happens, we will talk about. I will try and get get us to talk about it next week, <laughs> if I get time. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. The, the, don't forget about you. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the cards for these, I'm gonna run through uh, quickly. On the morning show, six man tag: Yamato, BB Hulk, and Minorita. Versus Don Fuji, Genki Horiguchi, and Kagatora. Then a singles match: Dragon Dia versus Jackie Von Kikame. That could be good. Uh, then a tag team match: Ultimo Dragon, Dragon Kid, and versus Susumu Mochizuki and Yasushi Kondo. MK. Okay. Then a singles match: Masaki Mochizuki versus Ryoya Tanaka. I will watch that. <laughs> yeah. Then a ten-man tag. Casey, Big Boss Shimizu, Jason Lee, Strong Machine J, and UT of Natural Vibes versus all of Seabrats, Shun Skywalker, Diamante, Kai, Hyo, and Ishin. And then in the main event of the morning show, Madoka Kikura and Yuki Yoshioka versus Kota Minora and Ben K of Gold Class. And then on the evening show, we have Yamato, Dragon Kid, Genki Horiguchi versus Casey, Jason Lee, and UT in a six man tag. Uh, singles match, Minorita versus Big Boss Shimizu. Then a tag team match, Don Fuji, versus, uh, Don Fuji, Kagetora versus Jack Funky Kame and Ryo Fuda. Then a six-man tag, Madoka Kikura, Yuki Yoshioka and Dragon Kid, D-Courage versus Kai, Hyo and Ishin of Seabrats. Then a six-man tag, Gold Class, Kota Minora, Ben K, BB Hulk versus M3K, Masaki Mochizuki, Susumu Mochizuki and Yasushi Kanda. And then in the main event of the evening show, that is the cage match. 
<laughs> in a tag though. Ultimo Dragon and Strong Machine J versus Shun Monte, Shun Skywalker, and Diamante. So yeah, that, that is a cool main event on the evening show. That will b- continue to build to the only like really built match on the show. <laughs> yeah. I mean that's the the one thing that jumps out was that match right there that you, you just read off. Yeah. yeah. I I have seen some speculation about what match is going to be in the main event of Kobe World. And I do I am of the opinion that the the four way should be the main event. The four way cage match should be the main event. Over yeah. the Dream Gate match. And I think you agree with that. Yeah, I I think so too. Uh, you know, that's the match that has the most build, uh, you know, to it. It's the most important match. Uh, and I think that it's a chance for somebody to get a big spotlight. Uh, it yeah. kind of stinks that the title isn't going on last, uh, but they kind of fumbled that, especially for Kakuda. I mean, this is Kakuda's first defense, and they're already kind of, you know, slotting him. That's not a great sign, but the yeah. cage match should be good. And, and I think with the spectacle of it all, I think I could totally see that being the main event as well. And it's not to say that Kikura and Yoshioka won't be a great match, because I have a feeling that it will be a great match, but it just doesn't have the story that the main event has that warrants it to become the main event, in my opinion. The cage yeah. match feels the more, most important match on the show. Yeah, I agree with that. But the Dream Gate match should be like right before it. Uh, they they shouldn't have another match be- between. Yeah, it'll be a fiery ma- a match between them. A good match. I hope the crowd is better than last year's Go Go Bay World. Is at least. Uh, well, yeah, last last year's Kobe World was uh, under restrictions. Still, now they won't be. But yeah, I agree. <laughs> Yannick should uh, be screaming his ear. <laughs> he should be screaming in the crowd. Yeah, I hope will, so. Will, will we hear Yannick at Kobe World? That is the big question. That's a fun game for us and our listeners. Can you spot Yannick in the crowd? That's, that's going to be the <laughs> game we play for, for Kobe World. Yeah. So before we talk about Gleet, which we're going to talk about the Gleet Korkin, but before that, we are going to be talking about the DDT Corrigan that is going to be happening on the 25th of June. Sunday, the 25th of June, they have What Are You Doing 2023 live from Corrigan Hall in, on Wrestle Universe. And this is, the ma- this is the show where they are going to decide the now vacant titles that uh, because of Shunma Katsumata's injury were vacated the Extreme title and the KOD Tag Team titles. So first, the DDT Extreme vacant title match is Tatsuki Hirata versus the, the Shinma Katsumata's tag team partner, Mao. I think this is an awesome match for the vacant Extreme title. Way better than the KOD tag title, but <laughs> I think this match could be very good. Of course, what makes sense is for Mao to win. Yeah, they're basically telling you that with this match. I mean, Hirata is one of my absolute favorites in DDT. Yeah. Everybody knows him for the comedy stuff, but I always point to when he had that brief feud with Tetsuya Endo a few years ago where they actually got to wrestle serious matches. 
And Hirata's actually one of their best workers as well. He doesn't show it that much because he's always in the comedy stuff. But if they want, if they can drag this out to be more, they could actually have a complete match with the comedy, of course, being there. I think that with Mao, you're guaranteed some crazy stuff. I think you could have a really good DDT match between these two and going for the title there. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it should be... If, if this is a match I've wanted to, ha- to happen in the Shinma's reign, if, uh, in, if Shinma and Mao dropped the tag titles before he dropped the extreme title, I would have wanted this match to happen in Shinma's reign. But, of course, Shinma's reign got cut short because he got injured. Uh, but yeah, I think this is the best, ma- best like, vacant match they could could have done. And I'm really hyped for it, as in, as in DDT match, as you said. <laughs> the KOD tag team title match, though, I am not so hyped about. <laughs> it looks like it's going to be the main event, which is making me even more oh, <laughs> about it. Because it's going to be Yuki Ueno and Toy Kojima of uh, Sonic Kamina versus Daisuke Sasaki and MJ Paul of Damnation TA for the KOD tag team titles. The vacant KOD tag team titles. This <laughs> MJ Paul and, and Daisuke Sasaki in the main event of a Korokin for the tag titles does not sound appealing to me. And if they win this, I will be so... <laughs> Like, why? what are you guys doing? <laughs> the thing is, I think we all know my feelings on Daisuke Sasaki and MJ Paul by now. Yeah. And they're not positive, and they are not getting any more positive the more we see of them. But they have a fan base somewhere, somehow. Uh, on, there are yeah. some people that, that like them. And for those fans, they could be in for a really big treat. Just not me. That ain't me, Sandre. Yeah. So I respect you if you have fun with this, but that can't be me. That's not who I am. Yeah, I'm not going to have fun with this either. So, yeah, this is not for us. <laughs> um, that, Another match that has been announced for that uh, that Corken Hall is Nick Wayne versus Tetsuo Endo in a special singles match. I think this will be Nick Wayne's debut in Japan, in DDT, in J- DDT Japan, because he, he of course was at the Hollywood show. But uh, I do think that this is his first match on this tour that he is having on in DDT. This uh, from June to July. So that's cool. That's a cool like special singles match. Will Matt Cardona make an appearance? Or will it will he just send a VTR again? How hype will you be if he comes walking that aisle in Japan, in DDT? In Corkin. In Corkin, right in front of Tetsuya Endo, and he looks him right in his eyes and they stare at each other for a few seconds. And then they leave. I will. I will not care. <laughs> uh, no, no respect for Matthew Cardona. No respect for Zack Ryder. No respect for Long Island. <laughs> also, uh, right now, from June to July, no, from now to September, this. 
I just got this pop up in my on on my screen. Uh, from now until September, Wrestle Universe will will be having a free trial. So if you ha- are not subscribed to Wrestle Universe, you can subscribe now and have a free trial. And they have some big shows coming up this summer, so you definitely should do that if you have never been subscribed to Wrestle Universe. Absolutely. But with that said, that is DDT's uh, DDT's update. I haven't seen that much of their house shows lately. I saw some of the matches from the Yokohama, the Yokohama Radiant Hall show earlier today. Uh, I definitely recommend everyone to check out Mao and Mace Ruga versus Hirata and Toro Washi. That was fun. And uh, also, if since this was not out last time we recorded, I definitely recommend checking out uh, a a um, tag match from the 28th that got uploaded on VOD on Wrestle Universe. Kota Umeda and Takeshi Masada versus Harimau, Kasasara Higuchi and Yuki Ishida. That is one of the best matches of uh, June, of, of May, I mean. Uh, it was on the 25th, uh, 28th of May, and it's a great, great tag team match. It, it is the DDT match I recommend this week, <laughs> for sure. I wish we could see more of Yumeda. Oh yeah, he would. It would be so awesome to have him in DDT proper, like full time. They gave some good stuff this week. I mean, we had Umeda in a match. You had an Akito singles match. Yeah, I Mr. haven't seen Ruger that yet. Yeah, the Mesa Ruga match I've seen and the Umeda match I've seen. Yeah, so good stuff from DDT. But yeah, then we move over to Gleet live from Corgan Hall, free on YouTube. As all their shows are, they are free on YouTube. I yep. don't think the anniversary show is going to be though, but it depends on where they, if they get streaming <laughs> for that. Uh, because last year's anniversary show was on New Japan World, if you remember right. Uh, but they had the build to their anniversary show live from Corican this week on the 7th, so yesterday. Uh, it was Gleet version extra face off access to TDCH twenty twenty three, which stands for Tokyo Dome City Hall, which is where their second anniversary show is going to happen on July first. And we saw a lot of people get access to Tokyo Dome City Hall on this show because they they set up a lot of matches on that for that show. But uh, they had a crowd of 732 in Corkin, which isn't that good of a number, but it is a Gleet number. That is around where they run, where they get, if they don't have like any big people on the, the card. This actually did more than the last time they were in uh, Corkin, which oh, was this, for this did more than uh, did. Did, yeah, this did more than Tiok and Ishida. That's yeah. Wow. I mean, it was twenty-five people more, but still, yeah. <laughs> like, their, it actually beat it. Their biggest Corican was like over one thousand last year when they had Jun Kasai in the main event. You can't disrespect the crazy monkeys drawing yeah. ability at the end of the day. Uh, but yeah, I don't know if that speaks to, to anything. Uh, but I mean, really, they're all kind of around this uh, a number. Uh, yeah. la- the la- the last time they were there before that, uh, Ishida and T-Hawk, 
was in November of last year, and it was like seven sixty. You know, somewhere yeah. around there. It was like again, like tw- twenty five more people than this, and the other one was twenty five more people than that. Yeah. And I think the main event of that other show was like a multi man match. Like it wasn't a title match. So I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to read into that, but it is a gleet number, just as yeah. you said. It needs more uh, than I. Also, when you have this number and you're going to run the venue, we're going to talk about a bit later on <laughs> that they revealed on the show. That is brave. <laughs> but we're we're going to talk about that later. Yeah. That was some big news. Some very big news. But uh, yeah. On the first match, uh, Black Generation International, Emperor Azteca, Kotoro Suzuki, and Yutani defeated 60 Seconds, Yun Tonsho, Keiji Sato, and Oji Shiba in 5 minutes and 3 seconds. Did it just go that short? I, it didn't feel like it. I... It was a fun six-man tag opener. They, they, they went really quick. They really woke up the crowd, and that was all they did. Kotaro won with a tiger driver. What did you think about this match? Because I, I was still waking up while I was watching this match. <laughs> to be honest, ah, uh, you know, Gleet right now. They come in, they come into Corkin. That's a big show for them. And who better to start us off than Kotaro Suzuki uh, coming in, the veteran of this wrestling game. Um, you know, it was a good match. I liked, like, for five minutes, it was a good speed yeah. match. Nothing deep about it. Like, not, nothing to read into. Just uh, 60 seconds, to me, is just a fantastic team. Uh, I, I really love all of those guys. Uh, Sato, to me, always stands out. But the, the other two were just as good. Uh, very close, at least. The... Black Generation team, pretty good as well. Again, they didn't really push the envelope here, five minutes. But I liked what I saw. Like, a good opener to get the crowd into it, do some big moves, and I thought 60 seconds looked uh, really, really strong. I wish we could have seen more of them on the show. Yeah, for sure. And then we move over to Kazayashi and Minoru Tanaka defeating Stronghearts, El Lindemann and Tiok in another five-minute match. Uh, five minutes and 53 seconds. This ended when Tanaka tapped out the former G-Rex champion, Lindemann, with an armbar. I I thought this was a pretty great tag match for how short it was. That's the thing, that's the only problem with it, is that it was too short. Yeah. But the action we got was really good, and the finish was pretty surprising as well, to see Tanaka get the tap on Lindemann. Uh, Tanaka, I feel like he's been out of my brain for like the last year. Like yeah. I, I don't remember anything he's been doing <laughs> lately. He's but, been uh, busy training his daughter to become a great professor, a professional wrestler. <laughs> have, I, you seen, he is... have you seen some of Kisuna's uh, Kisuna yes. Tanaka's matches? She's yes. she's pretty good already. There's very few better to teach someone to be a good pro wrestler than her than uh, him. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, he is a fantastic, legendary junior heavyweight. Yeah, um, for the non-wave watchers of uh, <laughs> listening. Uh, Minoru Tanaka's daughter daughter is uh, has debuted recently in Pro Wrestling Wave, and she's 18 years old and already looks like a pro. Yeah, I mean that's the not just his daughter, but just that's kind of like the rules of Joshi, Joshi pretty much. Yeah, but uh, then her mo- her mom is also a Joshi wrestler. Yeah, she's like the first ever that both parents were uh, yeah. wrestlers or whatever. Um, but yeah. Catch the wave, respect or right now. <laughs> we, we have to respect it 
Shout uh, out the, <laughs> the Asuka agenda continues <laughs> for Catch the Wave win. But uh, the match was good, though. I really enjoyed what these four did. I mean, uh, Tanaka looked great. Again, maybe he's he's gotten a little bit into him because by the end of his, you know, the last time I remember seeing him a lot, I really was thinking he was slowing down and yeah. not as great as he used to be. But here he came out, blitzed him, had his great move set. Really, all the strikes looked so crisp. Was really working the style uh, Hayashi as well, trying to keep up with T Hawk and Lindemann, who were pushing yeah. the pace a lot. I thought they did a great job here. This was a lot of fun. Very surprised yeah. by the finish, but I mean, they they set him up for the tag title match, so it's it's fine. Yeah, I think this could have been like a fantastic match if it had gotten a longer time, if it continued like this. Yeah, me too. Um, and as you said, Tanaka and Kaz looked like they were like more into it than they had been in other matches this year. And maybe that was because they knew what was going to happen later on the show. <laughs> they were going to be put in the future title match but yeah we'll talk about that when we get there um then in the next match the joshi match of the night unagi sayaka and yukari hoshikawa uh actually lost to itsuki aoki and Ridin hagane of puja uh, itsuki aoki is a freelancer i don't think she's uh has like a promotion that she's signed to but this went seven minutes and 54 seconds and itsuki won with the frog Spatch. Frog Splash on Yukari. This was a fun Joshi match. They... What do you think about this? Aoki, another Catch the Wave member. Aoki Agenda now yeah. coming in there for... I mean, I don't want her to win. I'd, I'd rather Asuka win, to be honest. But, I mean, she's good, though. I like her. You know, Risa yeah. Sarah's in there. I mean, they got some good people. Itsuki Aoki is facing Arisa Nakajima in Seedling for the uh, Beyond the Sea title later this month. Yeah, that should be a banger. I mean, uh, Nakajima yeah. all hits th- this year. Yeah, uh, as always. <laughs> I mean, yeah, just like every you know minute of her existence in life. Uh, but Aoki's a great performer, like at her level, you know, at the the indie yeah. kind of a you know lower tier level. She is somebody who can really do some great things. I thought she was a standout in this match for sure. Uh, you know, the thing is, Hagade is not terrible, but she didn't really do a lot in this match to me. I thought the focus was more on Aoki. Yeah. Hosokawa is pretty good. Uh, you know, I I, I, I like her. She, she's improving. Like, yeah. All... And that's the point of this. Like, that, yeah. that she's gonna improve with all this. Yeah, the, so... The, big the main point, point was the... Match. Yeah, was yeah. the post-match. Oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Right after the match ended, almost exactly right after the match ended, Aoi, uh, Pure Days Aoi, I don't know if I'm pr- pronouncing that right, and Michiki uh, Miyagi came out and attacked Unagi and Yukari uh, in a very heelish fashion and were like dressed heelish and it seems like they are now heels. And Miyagi is back in Gleet and seems to have a new character. Good, I mean, this plays off of uh, when. Yeah. Mi- Mi- this Go place on. of the last Corkin, where she lost uh, to Nagisaka in a Lusu has to leave Gleet match. Like, yeah, and it also plays off of Miyagi going to Ice Ribbon, uh, because yeah. Aoi, Aoi wrestles for JTO, actually. Uh, yeah, J- technically, J- But uh, she was wrestling in Ice Ribbon, too. I mean, JTO doesn't run the full schedule, so uh, yeah. you do some things there. 
But uh, Ayoya and Unagi has also been teaming a lot, so this was kind of a turn on Unagi from Ayoya. <laughs> but ooh, shots fired. Uh, but yeah, they teamed up an ice ribbon and they just brought it here. Uh, pretty yeah. much, uh, I, I mean Miyagi. Um, great. Uh, I think it's good. I thought the match with Miyagi. I think I was like one of the high men. I uh, like with her and Unagi. Um, yeah, I thought it was fine. <laughs> yeah, and I think most people kind of felt that way. I thought it was like an emo- like they made it seem like a bigger deal than it actually was <laughs> at yeah. the end of the day. <laughs> so I I praised them for that. <laughs> I mean, even if she left, it probably wouldn't be that big of a deal. She could just wrestle elsewhere if she needed to. Yeah. But considering she came right back right away, which is basically what I thought in the first place. But I'm happy actually. Because I thought that she would just go back to being Cassandra Miyagi and be the crazy type of character. But yeah. instead, this is much more grounded. Like, she's just a heel version of herself, pretty yeah. much now. Uh, which, I'm down with this. I think it it gives extra interest to her character. I think the division has, like, this match felt like... And the last match, too, with Unagi and Miyagi. Even though, again, the wrestling, I get it. Unagi, I don't think a lot of as a wrestler. You know, she's not a great, great in-ring talent. But she brings emotion to it. Uh, she brought emotion here. I think that between the last match and this angle with Michiko, this is probably the hottest she's been in Gleet since this company started, pretty yeah. much. Uh, that's one of the things I always complain about with them. I wish the women would get more of an upgrade and more of a shot. It feels like we're not there yet, but we're getting there. Like, we're getting somewhere with this division. This which feels I like a recurring story. It feels like something we should actually be invested in. In Instead of just Miyagi and Yukari Hoshikawa versus randoms outside, uh, or Maya Fukuda. Which, by the way, where has Maya Fukuda been? <laughs> yeah, I mean, losing her has been a, another problem. I, if, I Hopefully she can get back soon. Yeah, uh, I hope she she's can get great. Back. Yeah, she, she is fantastic. And, but yeah, uh, they announced in the post-match promo, they kind of just, we don't have any translations of this because I don't think anyone translates Blit, but they they basically set up a eight man tag on the July first Tokyo Dome City Home show of Unagi Sayaka, uh, Raiden Hagane, Itsuki Aoki, and Yukari Hoshikawa versus Michiku Miyagi, Aoi, and two X's. So, any predictions on who those two X's are going to be on the heel team? I don't know, but I'm interested in it. I think that there's. I mean, the thing is that the Joshi realm. If you're not in Stardom or TJP, you're pretty much eligible for this. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, like it could be anybody. Uh, do you have any thoughts, like a, a wish list of who? It could I, be? I don't, I, w- I don't predict any big. <laughs> I no. don't think it's gonna be like Saray or something. <laughs> no, probably not. I mean, it could be uh, if if they have the. I mean, well, they clearly have money backing this company, so it's <laughs> where they're gonna run. But this match is not the match I would debut. Serrayan, but yeah. Uh, I don't. I want to temper people's ex- expectations. This could just be some two wrestlers from Ice Ribbon that they bring in. Yeah, which would be cool. I would yeah, be ha- with that. happy with that. Uh, just don't expect someone big, big <laughs> is what I'm saying. Uh, it could be anyone. It, as you said, the Joshi scene outside of TGPW and Stardom and. Yeah, outside of those two major companies, the Joshi scene is just a bucket full of names that you can take out of at any time. Because Who was on the other, the other team? Uh, it's it's 
the the people that were in this match that on the show. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Unagi, okay. Yukari, Itsuki, and Raiden. Okay, and then two X's with Aoi and uh, Miyagi. Yeah, I mean, there's it could be a lot of different people. I I don't think it's gonna be uh, any of the Inabas because they are busy with Starum and they. I don't think they would be aligned with Ioya in this way. So even though they have history in JTO and I, I didn't I Ioya and Inaba uh, agree that they weren't going to team anymore last year. Ooh. I I think I remember something like that happening in uh, in JTO last year when that they kind of said that they were drifting apart. Champions with Miyagi, it's a die. Anyways, I do think that it could be anyone. Uh, I hope it's someone good though. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll predict Dash and Iwata. Bring in her old Sendai girls friends. Dash, I don't think Dash is healthy by then. Oh, but maybe. No, yeah. that's her former champion though. Yeah. Can we put Kohaku in this? Because I'd like to see her in Gleet. That would be cool. <laughs> Kohaku. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know if she fits in this storyline as a heel. <laughs> she but, doesn't you know, fit at all. But yeah. No, she doesn't at all. But, you know, I just want to see her in Gleet. Have her turn on him after the match. Like, they can say, no, you're not a good, you know, you're not a bad guy. You're not as bad as us. <laughs> I think Kohaku could just be in Gleet. But, yeah, we move over to the fourth match on this show. A G-Rex number one contendership match. The winner of this match was were going to uh, challenge T-Hawk for the G-Rex title on the July 1st Tokyo Dome City Hall show. So it was Soma Watanabe versus Tetsuo Izuki, and it ended with Soma Watanabe getting one of the biggest wins of his career over Tetsuo Izuki in 10 minutes and 55 seconds after he hit a wonderful fire for, Firebird splash. And this is my match of the night. This is my favorite match on the on the show. I thought this was perfect. Just a ten minute sprint of two two people wanting to face T Hawk, and I thought someone was not put in a great performance. And he is someone I'm starting to get really high on this year. Tetsu Yusuke, I have been high on since last year, so I, I, he is one of my boys. But Soma Watanabe this year has been really on fire, and I think him getting this win and finally getting something to do versus T-Hawk, which he will lose, but it will still be a, it's still an awesome spot for him and an elevation of him on the card. And I'm really happy about that. What do you think about this? I can't believe you would go on the air and say what you just said. You're telling me you like this match better? Did the Infinity match? Yeah. Oh boy, we have to get back in the, there for whether that happens. <laughs> but you know, I thought of the perfect person to team with Miyagi now. Okay. Zones. That, that would be cool. <laughs> exactly, bringing the Evolution girls <laughs> in here. <laughs> but this match rocked. Like, Soma and Izuchi was like a great match, I thought. Yeah. Uh, I really, really enjoyed all of this. Another one where I feel like this is the problem with this whole show. It's like you have all this great talent and great matches. It's just then it's too short for some, yeah. for some reason. <laughs> like, because this is another one where I felt like these could have gone double the time and had a, a match of the year level match. And instead, we got this, which was a great match. And I agree with you, the best match on the show. But oh, 
<laughs> I thought you were serious about the G Infinity. <laughs> well, don't, don't be ridiculous. Do you not know who I am, Sandre? What are you talking about? I, I was ready. I was building up arguments to shut you down on that one. But yeah, thank you. <laughs> no, come on now. Let's. We'll talk about that in a second. But Soma and Izuchi as Ken sneaks into my room here. Uh, but he he quickly backed away as he saw that I was recording. But say hello to my grandpa, hey, Ken. Uh, he, I can. He, yes, he watches uh, wrestling. He hasn't watched Gleet, though. <laughs> but uh, he, he mainly only knows New Japan at this point, from Japan. Okay. But Soma is a guy that I've always thought, man, why don't they do more with this guy? He was hyped as one of the main stars of the company. They hyped him as like, hey, this is the guy that's going to do both. Yeah. UWF and the, the regular style pro wrestling. He's the one that's talented enough. And then it's like he's been this totally opening match guy for the last, like, you know, two and a half years or whatever. And now they're giving him a real push. And he, he always had this talent. It's yeah. it's the same thing with T-Hawk when he won the title. It's like that match with, with Ishida, he always had this. Like They could have done stuff like this before. It's just now it took him forever. And now they're finally doing it. I feel the same about Soma. He could have done matches like this this whole time. They just kept him in the tag, like the opening tags for some reason. And Izuchi is a great talent. You know, he's a guy that he's probably embodied that spirit that they gave so much to start, probably as much or more in terms of he can wrestle the UWF style. He can wrestle the regular, you know, G Pro Wrestling style. He could do tag matches. He could do trios matches. He could do mid card. He could do main event. He could do anything you need. Uh, Izuchi, such a well rounded performer, and they just gelled together so well. Great chemistry. And uh, I'm really hyped for this Soma match. I think that that's going to be a legitimately great match. Him and T-Hawk, that could be, you know, it could be a banger. I love the post-match angle of T-Hawk coming into the ring and giving him the necklace, which is the challenger key in Glit. It was really cool. I I think it's cool for Soma to finally get something like this. And I'm I'm hyped about that. the match is going to be good. I think it's a great main event uh, and a great title match for uh, in. Or maybe it's not going to be the main event. I think the the other title match they set up could be the main event. Uh, we'll talk about that after the fi- uh, after the main event. But yeah, um, even either way, this is going to be a pretty good GMX title match, and I'm really looking forward to it. Then in the next match, a Eight-man tag, Bulk Orchestra, Galano del Mal, Cosmo Kas- Sakamoto, Quiet Storm, and Ryuki Riguchi Kawakami uh, faced Black Generation International, Harta Jackson, Kaito Ishida, El Bendito, and Flamita. But they lost in 8 minutes and 22 seconds when Kaito Ishida, I think it was Kaito Ishida, pinned... Uh, pinned Cosmo, if I remember right, right. Either way, this was a fun multi man, and I thought. I'm sorry, I was on mute again. I apologize, yeah. but uh, <laughs> yeah, he should have pinned Cosmo. Yeah, it was it like was a, a roll up. It was a really fun unit match, and I thought just it, it, it is so fun to see Galano Lermal and El Bendito do lucha stuff in in this promotion. They're so unique at it. Well, uh, Galeno, he's like uh, very unique as yeah, a, like three hundred pound guy, pretty much. 
uh, Bandito, another big guy for like Lucha style. So they're not doing like super, uh, you know, they don't fit the mold of, uh, you know, what you would stereotype Lucha Doors as. But Lucha has a lot of different styles to it. It's not just, you yeah. know, cruiserweight, high flyers or whatever. But yeah, uh, this was a fun match. You know, it really didn't take a lot of time. Yeah, because oh. the the post match promo took a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, but it was good. Like like easy exhibition type of match for these eight guys. Everybody got a well, moment to shine and look good. In the post match promo, <laughs> this is one of the weirdest post match promos I've seen all year. Kaito Ishida trash talked Bulk Orchestra in sixty seconds into beefing about Bulk Orchestra in sixty seconds. To and they got Kaito Ishida's trash talk to them. Got Masaru Yoshino and Bulk Orchestra and 60 Seconds to all agree that 60 Seconds and Bulk Orchestra are going to have a unit disbands match. I don't know how Kaito Ishida did this, but it is damn impressive that he managed to sh- shit talk two units and the match commissioner into making a match not involving him. <laughs> and have the big rule of unit disbands. So Jay White could this? never. Yeah, Jay White could never do this. <laughs> but, I mean, random, but the match should be good. I really hope 60 Seconds doesn't break up. Uh, of the Bulk, two. Bulk Orchestra and 60 Seconds have been feuding for like a year now, so... It, yeah, it is random. Yeah, but <laughs> I think it would make more sense of it being Black Generation versus Bulk Orchestra because that was kind of what Kaito Ishida was saying. But I think Ishida basically said that you two units are both weak and compared to uh, Black Generation, and wow, it all Strong led to them, them wanting to to prove that they are the best. It. It was a weird post match from why I, but I was really laughing about Kaito Ishida just talking them into beefing with each other. Ishida is a great performer. Yeah, like, he's not good. He's great. I think he just everything about him rocks. And the and the, the crowd connection is so there for him because they were eating him up. Like they were laughing a lot. <laughs> they were they they it was. It was very entertaining for the crowds. I think I would have been more into this if I knew Japanese. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously. I, I think that goes without saying, Sandre. I don't yeah. think that's a, a wild point to make. But yeah, uh, he's great. And hopefully he does big things. Uh, I loved him when he was champion, and hopefully he can get back up there. But I mean, the, the faction match, though, what do you think is going to happen? I think Bolt Orchestra is going to lose. Probably. It's it's going to be happening on the July 1st uh, Tokyo Dome City Hall show. I don't know the, the how the how the matches what members are going to be in the matches. Yeah. Like it's going to be all of 60 seconds of course. Itsuki, Sato, uh Tancho, Tancho and uh, Shiba. It's going to be all of them versus like probably Probably the most prominent members of Bulk Orchestra, which would be like Cosma, Quiet Storm, Kawakami, and Hayato. Maybe 
check instead of quiet, quiet storm. Yeah, like you kind of go either way. Yeah, maybe if Cosmo has a booking somewhere, they, they might throw check in there. But four of those five will be yeah. in there. I, I, I mean, it, 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 I, I do think Bulk Orchestra has always been like a bit too big of a faction. It, it has, it has been been going since the start of the the company. And it all it it has always felt like it's just another version of RED <laughs> from Dragon Gate. Of course, it has some some members of RED. It had, has Cosmo Sakamoto and wasn't Kamikami was Kamikami in Dragon Gate? No, uh, he was he no. was a big Japan guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. completely different. It, well, it was Kaito Ishida joined. Uh, Last year, both workers and teased that they were going to have a big RED reunion, and then they he left and formed Black Generation International. But that that was what was confusing me. But either way, I do think Bulk Orchestra is the one that is going to lose. But I wouldn't rule out sixty seconds losing. No, it feels like anything could happen in Gleet right now. Um... I think Black Bulk Orchestra has done more than 60 seconds. Yeah. And I don't think that they... It feels like they've reached their potential, pretty much, as a group yeah. in this company. Uh, with them losing the tag titles, which we're about to talk about, uh, it feels like it's pretty much the right time. I mean, 60 seconds hasn't even gotten any title. Uh, or yeah. anything like that. So I, I would like to see 60 seconds stay, and I just think they're a better group, personally. Yeah. I like Bulk Orchestra, don't get me wrong. And I mean, I loved Tamara. I think he's like an ace-level guy in the making. Yeah. Uh, the other guys are pretty solid. Uh, Czech is really good, too. Maybe uh, maybe this is a way of getting Tamara into like a more of a face faction, because Bulk Orchestra yeah. has always been like tweeners. Um, maybe that's the, the plan. Yeah. We'll Czech see. could be a baby face, too. Yeah, we'll see. Um... Then in the next, we'll talk about the intermission announcements at the end of the show. But so, then in, in the next match after the intermission, the G Infinity title match, the first title match of the show of the two. Uh, but it was Bulk Orchestra, Shek Shimitani, and Hayato Tamura making their, what was it, fifth or sixth defense or something like that? They have made a lot of defenses, but this was their last defense because they lost. To all Japan's uh, voodoo murderers, Yun Saito and Rei Saito, the Saito brothers, in 18 minutes and 16 seconds. And boy, did I feel those 18 minutes and 16 seconds. It was long. And I don't remember that much of it. I remember Hayato, Hayato and one of the Saito brothers had a pretty good headbutt exchange, but... I never really connected with anything in this match. It ended when I think it was Ray Saito doing a splash on a check from the top rope. I don't know. It, this was a sad end to to the great Hayato Tamura and Czech Shimitani reign. What did you think about this? Yeah, this match sucked. I, I thought, <laughs> uh, you know, I... I love Tamara and Shimatani as a team, and they've had a lot of really good matches. Like you said, defending the title multiple times and doing great things in their matches. The yeah. Saitos, they brought that voodoo murders en- energy 
that I really hoped we wouldn't see <laughs> in this match. I was hoping we would see more of what they showed in the Champion Carnival as singles wrestlers, but something about this just didn't work. Yeah. Um, and it, the thing is, on paper, they could have made this better than it was because Czech is such a small guy, and the Saito brothers are big. They're, they're bigger than pretty much everybody in Bulk Orchestra, <laughs> like by, you know, size. Outside of like Galeno <laughs> and stuff like yeah. that, obviously. But they're taller than everybody, like, you know. And that's a fun storyline. Like, you guys are Bulk Orchestra, you're small. <laughs> like, like we're big. You, yeah. you are not on our level. So it was an easy storyline, but it didn't really do... Like, they didn't really use that at all in any meaningful way. And it just turned into a really awkward match. It felt like maybe Tamara and Sheck were so used to having, like, great matches. I mean, we saw what Sheck could do against T-Hawk last yeah. night. Uh, you know, it felt like maybe they were more used to that style, facing smaller guys that and facing like actual style, yeah, yeah, and like facing actual big guys that can't do that stuff. Maybe it just didn't work out for whatever reason. But yeah, the Saitos didn't leave a good impression. If you've never seen them before, I don't yeah. think you're gonna be saying, "Ah, yeah, the Saitos, these are my boys." And I don't think anybody's <laughs> gonna say that. Yeah. Um... <laughs> How funny is it that the Saito brothers won something in Gleet before they did in All Japan? <laughs> well, you I, got... think, I think that is just so funny. <laughs> this feeds into my zones to Gleet agenda right now. This I, feeds I think... into my kind of issue that is Atsuki Aoyogi for the title. For the junior title. No defenses for Aoyagi. Second, yeah. Ouch. I, uh, I, well, I, I would be a great champion. I mean, if they yeah. did that, I, I would have no problem with that. And I could potentially lead Ishida to defend it on Gleet. So that would be cool. But yeah, I I don't know. Maybe Ishida will just fight Kento. <laughs> yeah, that would be a cool match. Yeah, it would. Um, yeah, quite, uh, this, I don't know. They have, I don't I I have never connected with the Saito brothers. You guys said that they were like showing promise during their the the carnival. I did not watch any of their matches during the carnival. I got so bored of oh, like I watched a couple of them and then I stopped caring. Um, don't blame the Saitos for that. Blame the whole tournament. I I yeah. In fairness, that was how I felt about the whole tournament. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, they looked improved at the tournament, but it didn't show here. They yeah. didn't like, so like, if you if you didn't watch those matches, don't feel bad for, yeah. for not liking them that much. How tiny does the t- uh, belts look on them? <laughs> yeah, see, that's another, that's what I'm saying. Like this, this was a natural story they could have told. It's like you guys are fake bulk orchestra. You are not big at all. We are big. Look at how these titles look on us. I don't know. I thought it could have been a lot better. Than... After the match, though, uh, Kasayashi Minori Tanaka, who won the, the tag match earlier versus Lindemann and T-Hawk, uh, came out and they attacked him right away and said that they were going to take the belts back to Gleet. And yeah, the match was confirmed. Uh, Kasayashi Minori Tanaka are going to be the Saito Brothers' first defense at July 1st in Tokyo Dome City Hall, the anniversary show. What do you think about this? Uh, do you think the Saito Brothers retain? No, I I hope they lose based on yeah. this match, but 
I don't, like, this feels like, hey, we're sacrificing these old guys to <laughs> to give the Saitos a successful defense. Yeah, I, I it does feel like that for me. <laughs> yeah, I don't see Minority Lock and Kasayashi winning it. Uh, they are a established tag team. Uh, I can't recall their name though, but Cola Cans. Yeah, they have they have had like title tag title reigns before, haven't they? Did they? Maybe not. <laughs> maybe maybe in all Japan <laughs> at some point. Uh, yeah, maybe. Well, anyway, uh, that is set up. I do think that the Saito Brothers will win that, but we never know. This is Gleet, after all. <laughs> How dare we disrespect the UWA World Trios champions, Tanaka and Kazayashi, <laughs> along with Tajiri. <laughs> that uh, one title reign together. Cool. Uh, so, That's I mean, cool. Yeah, big, big history between these two. <laughs> uh, I don't even think that title exists anymore. Of course it doesn't. Yes, <laughs> so never mind, I guess. Uh, no title reigns with X. It was title. probably in Wrestle 1. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then we move over to the main event. Lidet UWF title tournament final. Takenori Ito versus Shinoyoki of DDT. This was the final of the UWF tournament that has been going for like two months now because they have spaced it out for that long. Yeah, um, one round per month it seems to yeah. be there. Uh, yeah, I mean, this this was a great UWF match. I do think this is probably the best one of the, the ones in the tournament. Do you think the uh, Sato and... Yeah, Aoki I thought the Sato better? match was definitely yeah. better. Yeah. To me, I thought that was like a great match. Yeah, I I kind of agree. Sometimes <laughs> I don't know. I have to watch back both back to decide about that. But this uh, ended when Takanori Ito hit a German on Shinoyoki, and if the match was stopped because uh, Shinoyoki couldn't uh, continue by referee decision after nine minutes and 30 se- uh, 37 seconds. So, what do you think about this? It was good. I definitely liked the Sato match better. I think even Sato's first match with Soma was really good as well. Um, but this was good. I, I thought that they worked really well together for what they were trying to do. Again, Ito is not really a UWF like shooter guy as much as Aoki. Yeah. Uh, he's like a pro wrestler doing UWF style. That's kind of how I feel whenever I watch him. Yeah. But I kind of liked how they, uh, you know, they tried to bridge that in because Ito is more like a regular style guy, but he they made that a part of the match, kind of, you know. Uh, he's not as much of a shooter as Aoki, so that's why he started to do wrestling stuff uh, <laughs> to try and get an edge on him, which I think is a fine fine story to tell, especially when the guy is bigger. Again, the size difference was in, you know, Ito's favor, so it made sense. I thought it was like a well-done match, the type of deal I would probably recommend, but more like a soft wreck. This won't threaten even match of the month level, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I I thought the other match was better, the Soma and Izuchi match, but this yeah. was like a good 7 out of 10 type of match to me, like yeah. a worthy main event, but not special. Yeah, I agree. Um, it, I, I do think it's... I'm happy that they put the title on the homegrown guy. 
I I know Shinoki would be the better UWF style wrestler to put it on, but I do think it's better for them to put it on the guy that's actually signed with them because they it, it is a homegrown talent and it, it will give more of a lineage to that title. I think maybe I would agree with that if it was Izuka that had won, won the title. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he I mean, was like, the one I wanted to win this this tournament. So. Yeah. Let's think Ito should be in regular matches. Like, I, right. I think he'd be b- better served for that. Like, not just even for match quality, but just for him. Like, I think he would be much better off in the regular style. I don't know why he's, like, a UWF representative for them. Yeah. And he's kind of the guy. They've constantly pushed him as, like, the top UWF-style guy, even yeah. before the title came in. So, they, they clearly see that in him. I just don't. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, you know, at the end of the day. But, I mean, yeah, that's the one good thing about it, is that for a company that doesn't always uh you know push their own guys super strong it's nice that somebody got the first win the first big win well, yeah. where do they go from here well the jirix title has also been on signed talents yeah uh, kaito ishida being well kaito ishida is signed so yeah but um speaking of yuisuka he <laughs> what are they doing with yuisuka because he was not even he was on this card, but he was in the dark match and he lost because he was teaming with Yuya Susume. Yeah, and he so, took the fall. Bro. Yeah, he took the fall. should be on the main card in like a good match. Not teaming with one of... Susumu. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's nobody should team with him, I yeah. I think. But yeah, I mean I completely agree. But he's yeah. been he's been consistently underpushed for a long time now, I, yeah. I would say. So it's not like this is new, you know, new stuff, but yeah, yeah he's, he's definitely yeah. someone I would point to. I do think uh, this next match Ito will have for the UWF title, ma- title could probably be better than the Shinyaoki match. Because... Oh, that's another reason why I bummed Ito won. I mean, man, <laughs> Izuka versus him would be so much better. <laughs> True. Uh, because after this match, Fujita Junior Hayato of Michinoku Pro Wrestling, who had been sitting uh, kind of ringside during the match and watched the match, came out and he said he wanted to challenge Takanori Ito. And that match was set for the July 1st second anniversary show from Tokyo Dome City Hall. So Fujita Junior Hayato gained access to Tokyo Dome City Hall. And I do think that that is an awesome match. I... <laughs> Good luck, Takanori Ito, winning that match. <laughs> but, I mean, he beat Shinoki, so he probably can beat uh, Michinoku Pro's champion. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not that crazy. I think yeah. that he's got a pretty big size advantage again <laughs> in that match. He's such a weird fit for this division because everyone's weight is so much a different class than him. Yeah, Man, I really wish Aoki had won. Like, if, if he had faced <laughs> Hayato, I think that would be a, a legitimate great match, like at a main event level match. This Ito does not feel main event to me, but they have pushed him as that in the past. So I think that I mean, Hayato is an amazing worker. Like Everybody knows that. So it'll be really good. (laughs) As I've said multiple times, Fujita Jr. Hayato would be the best professional wrestler in the world if I was able to watch him more than like three times per year. <laughs> well, we're we're gonna get to see him again now. In, in yes, 
I'm hyped about that. Uh, I'm really hyped. Uh, I'm I'm really hyped for this anniversary show on July first because it the card is great. Uh, like Tiok and someone with Nabe, Ito and Fujita Junior Ayato, Bulk Orchestra versus Sixty Seconds in the Unity Spans match. Like all three of those matches look great on paper. Yeah, I mean, it looks like a really cool show. I would say. Um, I mean, you know. And the Joshi match also, uh, I'm pretty stoked, uh, stoked for. Um, yeah, I'm really excited about that. You're going to have Kento on the card, Bandito's yeah. coming in. Uh, uh, also announced dur- during the mission, the intermission, they announced that Kento Mihara of All Japan, the ace of All Japan, is going to be on that show. And Bandito and Commander of AEW and Big Lucha are going to be on that show. Yeah, so it's going to be a really cool show, I think. I, I hope it does well, because I want to see everybody do big things. Um, you know, I think that the match to me, I mean, we we again we don't know what Bandito is doing or what Kento is doing. But I the think one... Bandito and Commander are going to be in the same match. Like yeah, match. yeah, it'll be a lucha tag uh, that they can do, which would be mm-hmm. great. Um, but Soma Tiok, I think, is going to be amazing. Uh, I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Fujita's a joy to watch anytime, even though I'm skeptical of Ito as the champion. Uh, I will always enjoy that. You get a lot of great matches, and I'm interested in this Joshi angle, the most I've ever been in that division yeah. right now, so I think that they're doing a lot of good things. I'm, I was impressed. Uh, this show was not, like, super spectacularly great. Yeah, the Cork uh, and they had last, like, two Yeah, but the Ishida and T-Hawk match, that was a better show, for yeah. sure. Like, uh, And the main event was much more spectacular. But I thought this yeah. was a good show up and down. All of their shows are so easy to watch. Like, just go to YouTube and watch it. Uh, you're going to get good wrestling. Maybe not a lot of it is super special on this show, but sometimes they will break through with something great. Uh, so really, really into the company right now. Yeah, they haven't announced uh, how the anniversary show is going to uh, air. Last year, the anniversary show aired on New Japan World, but that was because as a pay Yeah, that's not going to happen this time. <laughs> but that was because they had New Japan talent on that show. Yeah. That is not going to happen this this time around. I I don't know. Uh, I hope they don't... Maybe... I, I, I don't... If they are going to do it as a pay-per-view... Do it as a pay-per-view we can buy. <laughs> like, international fans. Uh... Don't do it as like on like a bad something like uh oh what's its name Nico Pro that would be yeah, terrible Nico, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah uh or just do it on YouTube as always I will I will put in the super chat if you do that <laughs> I, I'm guessing it'll be a YouTube show to be honest and I think the Hopefully. next one may be the pay per view Hopefully uh yeah as <laughs> you. As you teased there, because during the intermission, they announced something very big. <laughs> On August 4th, Gleet are going to be running Gleet version Mega. A Gleet, a normal Gleet show with Lidet UWF matches and Gleet MMA matches. Fights. And it's going to be live from Ryugoku Sumo Hall. What the hell? <laughs> I was shocked when they put... Like, what are you guys doing? Sumo Hall? You barely can put it in a thousand people in, in the Corican. How are you guys going to run Sumo Hall? 
what do you think about this? I think that this is totally unexpected and weird. It's very brave. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're not that popular at the end of the day. I mean, yeah. and I'm a, I'm a fan of them, but they're just not a very popular company at the moment. Uh, yeah. they, and, and they've had a lot of ups and downs with various issues in their bookings over the years. I think they're odd to something good right now with a lot of things. They're, they're also a young company. They are two years, their second anniversary is this year. Yeah, yeah, that's so, true. It, it is like they struggle to get over. They, they struggle getting like 1K in Cork and why would... Yeah. It is... We'll see how the Tokyo Dome City Hall uh, crowd is, but I mean, that to- Tokyo Dome City Hall doesn't hold like over over two k anyway, so that's not gonna be that big of a test. I think they're gonna have the same number as uh, like maybe maybe one k, and and Sumo Hall is such a big venue that if you are gonna have empty seats there, it's gonna be looking really empty. And that's not a good look for your company. Maybe they have something big planned we don't know about. I think there'll be some New Japan involvement, but I mean, the G1 is going to be happening at that time too. Yeah. So, it's... I don't know what they're, what they're, they're thinking, to be honest and, with you. I mean, I guess that is why they made it... Uh, they announced that they were having... were going to have Gleet MMA matches on, uh, on that show also. So that they Maybe could... Maybe that's a part of it. So that they could get in a big MMA star, I guess. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like maybe that's a part of what they're thinking. They have somebody we we don't have in mind if attention is on there or something. I mean, that's that seems ridiculous to me <laughs> to, to even speculate on. But I mean, it, isn't it great to have be owned by a company with lots of money and you have yeah. a politicking type of guy in <laughs> Shima that can talk to people into things that they yeah. maybe shouldn't he, do? He looked so happy during the intermission when he announced this. <laughs> yeah, this this is clearly something he pushed for. Yeah, and convinced people was a good idea. Whether it'll <laughs> play out that way is a very different story. I, how, and I think that that's not going to happen. How many cans of cola do you think he had to like? Spend to to give to people and say, "Here, okay, listen, sit down, listen, have this can of cola and drink. Just listen to my plan." He didn't. How many do cans. Times? He, he had bottles. Oh, okay, okay. yeah. You know, bottles. he he went he went full bottle on yeah. <laughs> on the elite executives on the Ledet executives to make this happen. Uh, he had bottles. He had vanilla coke. He had orange Coke. He had cherry Coke. He had all the flavors. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He made sure to fit everyone, just like this show is going to fit everyone. Oh, it's going to fit everybody. If you like MMA, this is a show for you. If you like UWF, this is a show for you. And if you like normal, fast-paced Gleet wrestling, this is a show for you. So, I don't know. Uh, bringing back the Gleet MMA, like, we saw that last year. That was a total failure. Oh, that was awful. <laughs> like I, I don't know why they continued that. That should have, that should have been retconned from their yeah. existence. Like it never gets mentioned again, and they never. If anyone asks about it, they just pretend it never happened. Like, I, like, I, I said, like the a couple of days after that show happened, I said, Gleet MMA is the most non-canon show of 2022. It should never. It is non-canon. It it doesn't exist. 
<laughs> yes, exactly. Or we, at least in our minds, it doesn't exist yeah. because it was very, very bad. And if they continue to war, uh, hopefully they've learned their lesson to not put wrestlers in with actual fighters. I think that would be a good idea so. as well. It is brave. I I wish them luck, but we are going to be talk- talking about it in in yeah. August. That that is going to be a big thing. Uh, we are going to review the uh, the, for, uh, the anniversary show. Probably not the week it happens because it is the day before Kobe World. Oh, that's we true. We will probably review it like the week after or something like that. But we'll see. Anyways, uh, between now and the, as we said at the top of the show, between now and then we have some uh, like shows planned that we're going to pre-record and have released while I'm on, the, on vacation. But I, we won't be having like a live uh, talk about TDT or Trangate if 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 nothing big happens in both companies until the week after the Cork and Hall from TDT and right for Kobe work. So, with that, any is there any last things you guys you want to say? Yeah, I'm glad we have to talk about Gleed again. I always have fun. Uh, even if we we may be a little skeptical on their sumo hall potential, yeah, that doesn't that will not take away my enjoyment. Even if yeah, I, I like really it. Little... It's it's fun. <laughs> yeah, and I think they're actually doing a lot better now than they were even six months ago around yeah, the yeah. era of that first MMA <laughs> show. I think in general, I kind of threw my hands up in the air there. Uh, like you know, with Glee, I was like, man, this company is just weird. <laughs> At the end of the day, and they're still kind of weird, but in a good way. I would yeah. say they have a mix of everything, like you said. You get lucha, you get UWF. They're gonna throw actual MMA into this now. It's you know, and some good DG style wrestling as well, which is why we talk about them because they're more or less an offshoot of DG. You know, pretty much they're like this strange combination company that Shima has has become the brainchild of. I still say the funniest thing for SBK and Fujiwara would be to go to Gleet. I I think that would be the most uh, silly. <laughs> thing that could happen. Who knows yeah. what the what the future holds for wrestlers, companies, fans even of Japanese pro wrestling and Gleet and DDT and Dragon Gate. But like you said, not a lot going on, but can't wait to talk more about DG, which we're gonna do very soon. And that's gonna lead us to big shows in Kobe World. DDT's Peter Pan's coming up. Uh we're getting a lot of cool stuff coming ahead. So hopefully everybody enjoys the shows and hopefully you guys enjoyed this show too. Uh you know, we t- we talked about what we could and had a good time and yeah. I enjoyed it myself. So thank you to everybody who listens. Yeah. Uh some last plugs for the Five Star Network is that we have a new show on the Five Star Network. It's called uh, No Limit, which is gonna it, it is a show that Savy and Stardom Quest Dylan are doing where they Kind of go back and watch uh, some old shows that they and review them. They 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 had their debut episode earlier this week. It's a YouTube exclusive. Like all their episodes are gonna be are gonna be YouTube exclusives on the Five Star Network. But they had their first episode this week, uh, which was a review of the the first all together uh, show from 2011. The first because. Uh, of course, they are doing all together again tomorrow with uh, New Japan, All Japan, progressing all out together in one uh, show. And they did a review of the 2011 show, uh, which was following the 
to to Hoku Typhoon, to Haku Typhoon, Typhoon or something like that. Yeah, to, yeah, to Hoku, yeah. Which was like a charity show that New Japan, All Japan, and Noah did in 2011 to help the efforts of the relief for that. And it was a great review they did of that show. A lot of fun. Those two are so fun to listen to because they they are, they are so good like friends and they they had a lot of fun talking about the show and I'm I can't wait because this the how their show works is that they will invite guests on with shows of their choosing of the guest choosing and then they will review it uh, and it can be anything in pro wrestling it be it Kuro, lucha american anything even movies even wrestling movies can be talked about on that uh, no, no limit wrestling show because it's truly no limits so definitely check out that on the five star network youtube and all the other podcasts uh the, the stardom quest watch teach pure gems wrestle update with dylan here and yeah that's true wrestle update uh, i did a solo show last week uh, scott's on vacation right now but he'll be back in yeah. a couple of weeks we'll see what i do the next couple of weeks but Wrestle update will not be put down, no matter how many people try to. Uh, I will continue it on, uh, and we will find our way through, and hopefully uh, we get good things going. Uh, altogether, do you ever see the first altogether, Sandre? Or I the second? Ha- they did two. I haven't seen the first, uh, but I'm going to watch some matches that they recommended me to watch, <laughs> save and, did, and didn't did on that review. Yeah, yeah, the first one was like a really big deal because that was like one yeah. of the worst natural disasters ever yeah. uh-huh. uh, in Japan. Uh, and like that was like a huge thing uh, like they put together. This new one is big in its own way. They did a second one, which was not nearly as big, and this one will be bigger than that uh, just because it's been 10 years. But, I mean, the first one was like really special. I, I still remember that time when everything um, was happening. The first one was also like the first time they... Like they weren't that friendly as they are right now. Yeah, and that's what that's why it was bigger. Like back yeah. then, like like that one was like something super huge. Like this one's not as big as that one uh, in yeah. importance or for those reasons that you said as well. Uh, the yeah. card may be better though, like in terms of wrestling, because they have some great matches. The first one was just like a feel good type of show uh, yeah. more than more than anything, uh, you know. But well, it did have the match of the year for Tokyo Sports that year on. Uh, altogether 2011, you know what it was? No, what was it? Takashi Izuka and Toriyano versus Kenta Kobashi and Keiji Muto. So okay. I made event. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, there was, it was terrible, but it was... Uh, I like mean, a, it has the big na- the big names of Kobashi and Muto. Yeah, teaming right. together for the first yeah. time, it was like something... Yeah, so it makes perfect sense when you think about it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was good. Uh, you know, uh, but uh, yeah, cannot wait for all together this year too. I think it's going to be yeah. a, a huge thing, and we've done oh. a lot on Eastern Lariat about it too on our Twitter. Uh, we had all kinds of polls, questions. A ton of people responded. Hopefully, uh, we could go in there. Uh, Dean and Squill, me, we're going to do a show this weekend covering it too. So lots of good I, fun coming up. I will. I will also do a show about this. <laughs> this show, which I was going to plug on the Five Star YouTube, Five Star Network YouTube. Um, me, Peps, and Dylan from Stardom Quest are going to be doing a five-star summit. I think it's going to be a pure gems exclusive five-star summit, which is going to be a review of the All Together show. Uh, that is going to be live streamed on the twelfth. So, look forward to that on the Five Star Network YouTube. But yeah, 
until the next time we we talk to you. Uh, any last thing you you want to say? I just thank you guys for listening. Please keep your eyes peeled for more of dramatic dream dragons. We got a lot of fun stuff planned for the next month and really next two months. So keep your eyes peeled for it. Keep your ears open. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, and as always, until next time, be ready, wake up, and go. And really next two months, so keep your eyes peeled for it. Keep your ears open. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, and as always, until next time, be ready, wake up, and go.